Welcome back to The Egg. I'm Jack. I'm Megan. Today is Monday, February 12th, and these are your headlines. The 2018 Winter Olympics officially began over the weekend. The opening ceremony saw both Koreas walking under a united flag. Also, appearances of Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un impersonators set off some commotion in a section of the stands. They were later asked to leave. A nanny who set a fire in her employer's apartment has been sentenced to death by a Chinese court. She originally set the fire hoping to extinguish it and then be rewarded by the family. The fire killed the mother and the children. Nancy Pelosi held the House floor for eight hours. She spoke about DACA, also known as Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and it was the longest House speech since the early 20th century. Two weeks ago, Scott Tilley, an amateur astronomer, rediscovered a lost NASA satellite. The satellite, named IMAGE, was designed to record and study the Earth's magnetosphere and was launched into space on March 25, 2000. The satellite got lost by NASA in December of 2005, and yes, the space agency that sent humans into space lost an orbiting satellite. Luckily for NASA, though, IMAGE had already completed its mission of establishing a layout of the Earth's magnetic field. When NASA heard the satellite had been rediscovered, they began to work on modifying the onboard software. This update will allow scientists to uncover new information. If you were to sail all alone out into the sea and shout, Hello! Would you expect a greeting in return? Well, if you happen to be surrounded by orcas, also known by their more threatening name, killer whales, you might get a hello back. Researchers have found that killer whales are able to copy human speech and imitate the language of other members of their species. That's Wiki, a 16-year-old killer whale living at the Marineland Aquarium in Antibes, France. According to the team of international researchers, Wiki is able to express some words and phrases like, hello, one, two, three, and bye-bye, as well as a series of sounds like, ah, ah. Orcas have been known to live in closely knit groups that communicate with a series of dialects that tie them to a culture. The research provides evidence that orcas can not only learn new words and communicate intelligently with one another, but also that orcas have organized cultural processes, similar to that of humans. Questions about the morality of keeping killer whales like Wiki in captivity will have to be raised if research continues to show the complexity of whale cultures. Ray Stanford, a self-described amateur paleontologist, found a real fossil in a NASA parking lot. It was 2012, and he happened to notice a peculiar rock sticking from the ground and decided, hey, I'll take a closer look. What he found was surprising. An intact, perfect nodosaur footprint. The discovery attracted geophysical scientist Dr. Jay Tucker from the Goddard Space Flight Center. A team and Dr. Tucker excavated the sandstone fossil, and a whole slew of people then volunteered to help dig up other potential fossil sites. Nothing, however, was as notable as the original find. Years of studying the slab into fiberglass casts led to a peculiar identification of not only well-impressioned dinosaur footprints, but that of mammals too. The time period in which these animals lived has been extremely difficult for scientists to find mammal skeletons or even a footprint. This slab not only has several sets of mammal footprints, but those of dinosaurs who appear to possibly be hunting the mammals. 
This piece of sandstone is an invaluable piece of history and is precious to researchers of the Mesozoic era. Let's roleplay a scenario. Hurricane Maria just tore through Puerto Rico. 60% of the population is now homeless, and food supplies are low. So 30 million meals must be delivered to Puerto Ricans. You're in charge of finding someone to provide those meals. Who do you go to? Probably not someone who has no experience with large-scale disasters, and probably not someone who has several canceled government contracts in the past. Well, the Federal Emergency Management Agency decided that this was the ideal candidate to deliver those millions of meals. Brown was awarded $156 million to deliver the meals, and Brown, with the help of an Atlanta wedding caterer and a Texas nonprofit, which had experience sending food aid, began turning out meals. But by the time that the first half of the meals were due, only around 50,000 had been delivered. Her contract was terminated by FEMA shortly after. Lawmakers have begun to question whether or not FEMA was prepared to provide aid after Hurricane Maria. FEMA had also contracted a different company to provide tarps and other plastic supplies, none of which were delivered. FEMA maintains that no Puerto Rican missed a meal because they were able to rely on other suppliers when Brown failed to deliver. For Elon Musk, sending a privately funded rocket to Mars is not enough to push the boundaries of technology as we know it. If you're Musk, you plan on sending the biggest rocket since the Saturn V moon rocket and bringing a cherry red Tesla Roadster along for the ride. This past Tuesday, on February the 6th, SpaceX, the company started by Elon Musk, became the first to check all of those boxes as it launched Falcon Heavy from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. This is what Musk had to say after the launch. Uh, I'm still trying to absorb everything that happened because it uh, seems surreal to me. Um, you know, I had this uh, image of uh, just a giant explosion on the pad with, you know, a wheel bouncing down the road <laughs> and uh, like the Tesla logo landing somewhere <laughs> with a thud. <laughs> um, but um, fortunately, that's not what happened. Um, the uh, mission seems to have gone uh, really as, as well as one could have hoped. Uh, with the exception of the Santa Corps, the I was the two side boosters. If you guys are here, you saw them land. Uh, that was epic. I think that's probably the most exciting thing I've ever seen, literally ever. According to SpaceX, the Falcon Heavy launch costed ninety million dollars. This is significantly more than the sixty-two million dollars it takes to launch the smaller Falcon Nine rocket SpaceX has also developed. Though these launches are expensive, they are considerably less than what their competitor, United Launch Alliance, is expected to pay for their own rocket launch in 2020, a whopping $422 million per takeoff. The $200,000 Tesla can be found blissfully dashing through space at 7 miles per second toward the asteroid belt, with David Bowie's Life on Mars indefinitely playing in the background. SpaceX has created a new path for technology and innovation, and the company plans on reaching Mars in the next lifetime. With a test launch as memorable as this one, there's hope that they will accomplish that goal. Hey, thanks for listening to us. To find more podcasts like this one, please visit eagleviewnews.com. The Egg is published by Eagle View News at Bubbrook High School and is written by myself, Michaela Pittman, and Megan Malice. Katie Bills-Tenney is our advisor. We record in the basement at Bell Creek Intermediate, and Kyle Miller is our sound guy. You can find us on Twitter at TheEggEVN.